0: and welcome along to the On The Whistle podcast. I'm your host, Zane Nabi. I'm keeping it real. I'm hosting today's podcast from my son's room. It's amazing. It's fun. It's real. And today is one of my favorite special shows. One of, Not my favorite special shows. It's one of my favorite shows because we have the one and only Courtney Fries, winner of the pre- Premier Soccer League with Manning Rangers, a man who's played on the African continent, and a man who gives the best hot takes in the world. And that's what we're doing today. Courtney freezes hot takes. Courtney, how are you, son?
1: Hello, Zane. How are you doing? I'm very well. It's lovely to see you again. Uh, Winter's creeping in very slowly, Um, but I'm good to go. This is the best time of the year for me.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's not because you like the hot chocolate. For those who don't know, Courtney has won the winner of the Spirit Cup Award, which you'll hear more about later. And he's also a man who loves the cold. Unlike most of us Africans. I don't know if he was born in the Drakensberg or something, but um, he seems to love it. But, Courtney, this is your Hot Takes pod, where we throw questions at you and you give us your hot takes. And they're the best in the world. I'm telling you, Courtney, there's only one place to start. And that is with Mo Salah. The man is now the record goal scorer for Liverpool. I mean... Does he get enough props? Does he get enough love? Do we need to give him more of his flowers? Zane, firstly,
1: let's, let's go with the accolade. 43 European goals. That's the highest highest in the Premier League, higher than any other Premier League player uh, to date. That is Mo Salah. Came on yesterday. Also, top in into the right-hand corner against Toulouse. What a player. I just feel that. This guy will get to be on 60 goals. Absolutely, he's a phenomenal player. The thing I don't understand, Zane, I really don't, is this dislike for this player. I really don't understand it. You know, he is beyond anyone that was world class that is from the African continent.
0: Nobody. When you else. talk about dislike for him. Describe some of the criticism he's received. Well, the club. criticism that comes for him, Zane, is around his
1: his lack of passing. But I think the people that say that. Don't understand. Look at the statistics. Look at the amount of assists this guy has got. This guy leads stats in almost everything, goals and assists. This guy is an absolute machine and also a fantastic role model for any young player coming through,
0: of which we are also very grateful for. He's African. Absolutely. Now, you've given your hot take on Mo Salah not getting the props he deserves but a young gun who's coming up in the Premier League at Burnley is a South African by the name of Lyle Foster. Tell me about Lyle. What do you think his potential is? And he's just recently been given a new deal, hasn't he? Well, Zane, Lyle Foster has started the Premier League
1: season on fire. What an unbelievable player he has been for Burnley in the championship last year and this year, just been rewarded at a five-year contract from Vincent Company. And the Burnley Club. And to have someone of the measure of uh, Vincent Company talking, and you know Vincent Companies, and you've met him many times, talking with such praise and promise about Lyle Foster and what he's capable of doing, and offering him a five-year contract. You've got to believe in your asset when he's capable of doing what he's currently doing. You know, he was out of the teams for uh, three games for the red card against Nottingham Forest in that game he got a goal and assist he should have actually got two but um, two goals my apologies but mm-hmm. Lyle Foster is representing South Africa in the Premier League unlike any other South African oops sorry I mustn't say that uh, I can just hear Sean Bartlett having a go at me in the background Bartlett, sorry, Pinar, Sean Bartlett Stephen Benny McCarthy yeah, oh sorry Mark but Fish it's been a very long time since we've had someone from Lucas Hadebe oh my gosh how can I make a mistake <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, been too uh, long.
1: it's it's just so so much of a, a pride thing for us South Africans to have someone like Lyle Foster in the Premier League, a young player, really pulling up trees and doing well. We are so happy for him.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we've spoken about Salah. We've spoken about Lyle Foster. Let's bring it to the continent. Um, somebody who appeared on this pod is Kevin Johnson. Um, the coach has worked with Pizzo Mossamane. Fantastic in his own right. He right now, if I'm correct, is the interim manager or coach at uh, at Kaiser Chiefs. Give us your hot take on that. Well, let's also just add to it that
1: Kevin Johnson is the manager that brought Stephen Binard into the, the the arena of great football and brought him on to be the player that he eventually went on to be. We all remember that testament that Stephen Binard did in regards to him. Yes, he's picked up the I would at, the, at this point in time say the Poison Chalice, which is at Keiser Chiefs. Absolutely. Because we've got good managers, Gavin Hunt, Ntsileke, mm-hmm. and now Johnson. There's nothing wrong with these managers. They are just losing their jobs because of the pressure that is at this club. Mm-hmm. But Kevin has now taken on, he was brought in as the, the youth development coach. Ntsileke lost his job and how Kevin has taken on, and I just wish him all the best. He's a fantastic man-manager, really knows the game inside out, and I feel is such an asset. When Pizzo went to Al-Ali, he took Kevin part of his technical team with him. Kevin was there for a year with Pizzo, helping him settle in, helping his staff become structured before Pizzo started, as we can say, creating another pathway of
0: glory. So Kevin is back at Kaza Chiefs. I just hope it goes well. Absolutely. And I guess my question to you on Kevin is do you think he will get the required time to leave his mark? Or does that ownership chop and change too much for that to happen? Absolutely not. He'll get the time zone. He won't get any time. He won't get
1: the, the amount of time he deserves because mm-hmm. they will be looking for bigger and better. They're looking for someone that does not exist. And this is the problem. But it's not only the the leadership of the club. I feel the club is also really directed by the supporters of the club. Mm -hmm. So unrealistic about what they should be achieving. The team needs an element of stability and development. And that's not what they're getting. This is so much chopping and changing. But we wish Kevin all the best. Like I said, he's a fantastic coach. Um, We just hope that in the limited time they give him, he does well.
0: Well, we have two more hot takes to go through. And the one you wanted to talk about, Courtney, perhaps you want to tee it up for those on YouTube. You'll be able to watch what Courtney is about to show you. But for those who are not and are listening to us on Apple, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, we're going to talk about youth development coaching very briefly in South Africa. And Courtney is going to play a video of um, some young players Playing in South Africa, showing off their shoe shine skills, which is something to watch, and you can find it on YouTube if you just Google "soccer skills invented in the Kasi." Kasi spelled K-A-S-I. Courtney, do you want to cue up the video and play it, and just talk to people about what you're seeing in the video? Zane, my frustration
1: is born out of. Um... Do, you, do you want to hit play? <laughs> yep. Let me let's hit play first and just watch a small clip. Let's go.
0: So Courtney, what I'm seeing is lots of fantastic footwork, lots of skills and trickery. Um, players falling to their knees, playing to the crowd, lying on the floor. But this doesn't really develop anything technical, does it? Zane,
1: this 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 is the problem I have. This is the problem I have. It's this. That our youngsters in the youth developments are modelling themselves on. Mm. This is what needs to stop in order for
0: the Premier League and Bafana Bafana to be a better product. Because these are That's- viral moments; these are fantastic to watch. But I'm not sure they're what you'd find in Morocco or Senegal or Egypt in terms of what is impressive. Now, Zane, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna pull you back.
1: To 2012, I'm going to take you all the way back man, sure. to when um, our rugby stadium in Durban that we know very well, Kings Park Rugby Stadium, hosted Tottenham Hotspurs against Orlando Pirates. Mm-hmm. Old John Mabizela was the centre-back for uh, Orlando Pirates playing against hot- Tottenham Hotspurs, who had Glenn Hoddle as their manager at the time. Mm-hmm. Spurs come on their pre-season, they play Pirates, they lose 2-1 that what that's what was going on on the day the pirates players were doing that humiliating uh, display of skills i would like to ask you a question zane which one of those pirates players went on to become a world class household name None. old john one no john not, not, not most famous <laughs> no old john is infamous zane not famous. <laughs> he's infamous. he is he became known for all the wrong things. Absolutely sure. everything. Amazulu at the moment are looking for him because he was employed by Amazulu. They can't find him. Mm-hmm. So I will say this to you, Zane. I'll ask the question in turn. Who that was playing for Spurs that day became a household name? I'll tell you. Demi Berbatov was part of their team. Mm. So I say this to you, Zane. If there's a, a greater uh, disappointment in watching that humiliating display of uh, gutter skills that nobody cares about. That is not where our thought and football management should be. If I'm the managers of the youth development and any of the managers that are under my uh, umbrella are allowing players to do that, I call them all in tomorrow and fight a whole lot. Fight a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Now, I
0: don't want my youth structure doing that. It does not help. And, and I'm wondering if there's like a halfway point here and a halfway house. Like, the focus is on the core skills, the technical ability, the passing, the finishing, and all those key things and basics you have to get right. Sure, there's got to be room to do the shoe shine skills, flair, but when it becomes the focal point, that's where I think we've missed something. So I think it can coexist, but maybe that's one percent of what needs to exist. As opposed to a high percentage, which it is now. Well, Zane, I I agree with you fully. There is a halfway medium.
1: And it may be not even a halfway. It may be an 80-20 medium. Sure. But there there is Lyle Foster. There is Lyle Foster. Okay? Lyle Foster has not in any way modeled himself on this. Burnley have given this guy a five-year contract. He's playing in the Premier League. This is what I'm talking about, Zane. The percentage coming out of South Africa should be greater. I agree. If not for these unnecessary as-kazi skills. Who cares about that? (laughs) Who's excited about this backwardness? (laughs) Only people that don't want the game to develop to the next level.
0: Well, listen, Courtney, I know we're a football podcast. I know we're all about African football. But as our final hot take, it would be remiss and the cap is going on For us not to talk about the Rugby World Cup final, we're old enemies. South Africa will play New Zealand. South Africa, the defending champions. Courtney, give us your hot take. Who is going to win the Rugby World Cup final this weekend? Zane,
1: I actually can't call it. And I'll tell you why I can't call it. We've had the toughest run to the final. Tougher than any other team. Tougher than any other team in history getting to the final. We played the All Blacks at Twickenham before the tournament. Then we went with Island in our group. I don't know who set up the group, the groups that we had Island and in Scotland, <laughs> and Scotland. Okay, and then we go on to play the hosts in one of the most epic games ever in rugby history. And then mm-hmm. after that, we go and play an England team who don't know how they got there, but put on a performance <laughs> unlike them. I think if you showed them the game, they wouldn't recognize themselves. <laughs> you them. were fantastic. And who do we meet again? We meet the old enemy who we know are going to be fantastic, and all the elements are against us, Zane. It's been raining from Wednesday. It's going to rain Saturday. We play dry rugby. But what do we have, Zane? We have a group of men who don't know how to be beaten, Zane. We just don't know how to lose rugby games. And we have a group of coaches who are absolutely clinical in terms of putting a team together that is playing the situation. We've gone for a 7-1 split. Marnie the Block is out the team. Out the team. Not even nowhere near. Jasper Visa, who's one of our best loose forwards, hasn't played the quarters or the semifinal and now comes back for the final. Zane, it's going to be an epic game. The only way I can describe it is Please watch from behind your couch because it's going to be fireworks.
0: (laughs) Well, listen, I'll go one better. I'll make the prediction. South Africa, I think, will win. I think the wet conditions will favor them because of the way they've selected all those forwards on the bench who will refresh the pack. I think it'll be tactical kicking. I think it will be tight. I don't think New Zealand will be able to run like they could against other teams, particularly Argentina the week before. I don't think they fly off Richie Mwanga can kick that well under pressure. I think once he misses a few, he will cave. So my money is on the box. It'll be a tight game. No more than 10 points. But the box will take it. Back-to-back champs. Four World Cups. Courtney, extremely happy Saturday into Sunday. Zane you said that so fluently and confidently.
1: I, I don't know where it's come from. But listen, we all have our opinions. So there we go. I've got to just mention one more thing. Go on. What mastery to bring Henry Pollock Back into that team. Andre doesn't have the skill set of Mani LeBock. Andre can't run the line like Mani LeBoc, Andre can't kick off his right and his left foot like Mani LeBoc, but Andre Pollard can do one thing and kick for posts
0: very well, and that's what we need. Absolutely, and he does it under pressure. Courtney Fries, it's been fun cheering the fat with you. For those of you listening out there, get in touch with us about anything Lyle Foster, Mo Salah, even the Springboks. Please post and leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube or whatever platform you get this on, Spotify, Apple. And please hit us up on our social media accounts, otw underscore podcast at Twitter and Instagram. And if you're searching for us on Facebook or YouTube, just search for the On The Whistle podcast. We're really easy to find. Courtney, a pleasure being here with you. And for those of us who've joined us around the bride for this amazing Hot Takes pod, have a great week and weekend. Salud. Thank you.